Hi team, and what's the good news? The good news is today is Sunday, so we have another episode of my kind of podcast for you today. Uh, we have a special editor, Moon Eater, who helped us out, you know, from episode one. Well, uh, he was a huge help in making this happen, so we're going to get right after this. And again, huge shout out to Moon Eater. We're going to pick up where we left off. Marla said, this is nothing compared to what she has in store for you. All of a sudden, Josh started freaking out, pointing and grasping behind Marla at the now open door. Sasha opened her mouth to speak and then closed it. Something about Marla's comment unnerved her. What did she know about Jenny? Maybe that's why Jenny didn't try to save her. And did she even need saving? Why was Marla here anyway? All all of these thoughts were swirling in Sasha's mind. Pulling her out of the contemplations, she noticed Joss' expression and shook with a terrible panic. Marla and Sasha jumped up, uh, jumped up as they saw the cause of Joss's fear looming in the archway. A large figure with twisted horns covered with blood, as the creature stepped into the light, really flooded over them. It was Jenny, battered and looking as if she took a bath in blood. She was carrying a large deer-like beast across her back, dripping, dripping with gore. And dripping with gore, she plopped it near the ghetto fireplace, and everyone knew this was dinner for tonight. The hard way. This nano blood will never come out of the floor, Marla said, with a chuckling, trying to break the tension. But no one else laughed. Josh chimed in. This is like domestic violence encounter. Dad just hit mom. Mom's crying. Keep eating kids. Mom's okay. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Now it was Josh's turn to share the awkward silence of a poor joke. The silence stretched for a long time. No one said anything. They just took the slices as Jenny cut them off. The hiss of the blade against the fatty creature was also followed by appreciative eating and chewing sounds as they, de- as they del- delicately plucked the meat off of Jenny's glowing hot blade. Jenny instructed them not to touch the blade as it was hot too. Well, hot enough to cook the flesh. Between bites, Marla was the first to break the silence. This is a crummy last meal, she said. Josh and Sasha exchanged glances. Josh rather liked the taste of the strange creature. It reminded him of barbecue back home. A simpler time. Jenny just rolls her eyes. Prison jokes? This early in the morning, Marla? Even though it was late at night. Marla didn't miss a beat. I'm just saying you better sleep on your back or I will. Josh nearly choked on his deer meat before saying, Isn't it supposed to be sleep with one eye open? Sasha looked at them unsure as to where this was going. Josh, fighting to suppress the grin, continued, I mean, it's like I like my body like I like my coffee, without other other people's dicks in it. He laughed. All the girls exchanged looks and shook their heads with grinning disapproval. Jenny, the pragmatic of the bunch, said, The only one you'll get tonight is yours. And Marla said, yeah, no need to worry, she said playfully as she licked her fingers. And Josh said, well, that goes for sausage fingers included. His eyes were looking at Marla's hand. I want those out of me, too. I don't want those in me, too. Marla glared at Josh, quickly pulling her hands behind her back. Sasha gave a deep sigh. Boys will be boys. Trying to erase any idea, any idea of the sexual tension that she was more concerned about tomorrow. The wall. Dinner continued like this, banter back and forth, uh, filling the eerie silence with boring jokes. I just hope we aren't alone in the dark, uh, Sasha said as he just off the couch. 
Leave the nightlight on, Marla said as she continued to pace the floor. Marla hadn't a chance to realize or release the vultures as she was with Josh and Sasha most of the day, which means that they'd probably be hungry or hungrier like last time. So Marla would have a time, hard time controlling them, like when they met Josh and Sasha. She was running for her life. Think of it like this. Think of it like a lion tamer. But the lion hasn't ate. You are food. It's essentially pizza, telling a two-ton beast to do things. And when you feed the lion, it would be as if food is feeding, feeding food. Imagine if a burrito served you a pizza. That's what this is like. I just want to make sure that I'm the only thing in the dark that is scared of, so get your rest. You're going to need it, Jenny said as she walked out the front door and seemed to bar it, looking around to make sure that Josh and Sasha were, were now asleep. And Jenny was nowhere to be found. Marla got up and drugged the remains of the creature beast out the back door, and in the morning, it was gone. Marla was right. The nano blood would never come out of the floor. There, in the morning, there were fresh-cooked meals for everyone by Marla, the homemaker. It seemed like she was staying up all night and did it. We have a big day, Marla said with unusual enthusiasm. Josh smelled the fresh-cooked deer, and he sprinted out of bed like a starving pair of zombies. Him and Sasha ate hungrily. Alice came into the room and sat down at the table and politely ate, too. It was like nothing hardcore. It was nothing like the hardcore blood-soaked dinner of yesterday. It was more, it was more serene and picturesque, like a family photo on Sunday. But the mop just couldn't get all the blood out of the floor. Eventually, someone had to say it, and like most times, it was going to be Sasha. How do you know where the wall is? Where are we going to? Marla didn't say anything. She just glanced over at Alice. Alice glanced over at Josh. Josh shook his head, no, his mouth full of food still. Sasha shrugged, I don't know. Marla squinted at Alice, taking in her new mannerisms. Indeed, it was the dawn of a weird day that was starting to spiral. But Marla thought she was the only one with tricks up her sleeve. But apparently, Jenny has tricks up her sleeve, too. As she was not herself either, Marla stared at Alice for a long time as she watched her meticulously eat her meal. Well, this has been fun and all, but there's a life that I would like to get back to, so if you don't mind, Sasha said. And Alice perked up. That sounds like an adventure. Can I come? Marla turned her head mildly confused, but Josh and Sasha had gotten used to Alice's antics. Sure, we would like to have you. Sasha smiled in between bites. This, too, made Alice smile. That's what we have for this week. Again, I want to give a huge shout-out to Moon Eater for helping me out with this episode. And a special shout-out, too, to everybody else who helped me contribute or helped contribute to this, too. Uh, Terrence, Opie, Toby, Amber, you guys are all super amazing. And until next time, stay frosty, my friends.